It's another episode we're looking forward to. We are talking about the book of Genesis here on The Last Christian, and we are having a blast. So far, I think we've been seven weeks on chapter, chapter one, verse one, and got good news. We're going to talk about the first half of verse two today. Uh, as always, we have Joe Williams with us. JD, welcome. Well, thank you, sir. Glad to be here. I'm looking forward to it as always, David. It's, this is my favorite show of the week because all I get to do or all I have to do is ask questions and get answers. You hang out with group here. Well, you know, um, <laughs> honestly, you know, I've, I've made it. I made no secret of it from the beginning. You know, a lot of what you talk about, I know. And, and well, that's how I began the first show. That you were going to do get like this. I said, okay, a lot of it I know, some of it I don't. Now I'm going to I'm going to change that a little bit. Very little of this I know, and I'm going to learn a lot more than I ever imagined. And that's the way I go into it every week, and it hasn't proved me wrong yet. So anyway, David, I'm looking forward to it, and I am going to try to stay out of your way a little bit more than I have in the last couple of weeks. Um, no, that's I'll, fine. I do my best, but you know me, I'm a blabbermouth. You know, and I'm, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so, you know what? people are thinking the same thing you're thinking. So that's right. Jump in. <laughs> Let's get. All right. Well, with that, uh, with that, Mr. Paxton, I'm going to go ahead and and pop you full screen and just let you take off and and you just take us where you want us to go. All right. Let's do it. So, um, the we've been looking at Genesis one one and and it says while in the beginning, um, you know, God's created the heavens and the earth, and He said, "Let there be light." To use that time space continuum. Uh, and we kind of jump into verse two with that same idea in mind. Well, what what is this time space continuum, and when kind of did it start? So let's just read it. Uh, King James says, uh, "And the earth was without form and void, and darkness was upon the face of the deep, and the spirit of God moved upon the face of the waters." Okay, simple enough, right? Right. So there's um. A lot of conjecture that goes into this verse, too, but it, admittedly, you know, there is conjecture. But when people start reading some of the extra canonical books, you know, some of the other writings that were out there, who actually, Enoch is one of them, he was actually called a prophet, so uh, there's some validity to his book. And and uh, even, but even in the front of Enoch, it says this isn't for the last times, and it's not supposed to be one of the main books. He even says that it's like so the canonical ones, and so I want to touch on that real quick. People think, oh, if it's not in the Bible, I can't read it at all, and that's just silly, um, because the Bible, as big as it is, and as much information that is in there. It specifically says that this is the synopsis and everything that's necessary for, for salvation. However, there's other books you can read for further information. And it's uh, the glory of God to conceal the matter and the honor of kings is to, to seek it out. So as we seek these things out, we'll be looking for corroborating information and other things that will answer some of the questions we have. So nobody should take no nobody should think that um, by looking at other books, as you said, to try to find cooperation, not to try and find error. You know, I mean, I'm sure people would love to do that too. But I mean, mm -hmm. if you were if you were a Christian 
and you're simply looking for more information, there isn't anything sacrilegious about doing that, correct? No, not at all. Matter of fact, um, you know, that's how we get more information. Like, right. who would know what the camel through the eye of a needle was if we weren't reading, like, Josephus or something, right. or some okay. of the history books? Okay. I just, because, wanted to, I just wanted to clarify that because I don't, want, I don't want people to think that we are, you know, straying away from the Bible or that the Bible no, needs no. more for, you know, or that we need to have more information before we can be saved. Everything that we need to be saved is in the Bible that everybody refers to as the yeah. Bible. But uh, if you if you want more study, you want deeper study. If you want more information, then there those places are available. Those books are available, and I assume that there's good ones that you should pay attention to, and bad ones that you shouldn't. But uh, that may be something that you get into later. I don't know. Yeah, that's that, and that's really the crux of it. Okay, which one should I listen to? But even um, you know, even in the New Testament, it says, "Hey, listen." This is just a little bit of what Jesus did because we wrote everything he did. We, it would fill the oceans. <laughs> right, right. So, um, forgot what that was because it just came to mind. But basically, it, it just says that there's so much, but the Bible is what you need. But I'm a nerd and I want to go and, and find out some more information. So I look at these things and then we can trust them. For example, you know, Enoch is was written before the flood. So it has more information about the giants and how they got there and the Nephilim and what happened to Enoch and what mm -hmm. kind of a picture he had, what all their names meant. Uh, it's just a, a lot more information. It even tells us how the cosmos move around. He's got that all um, laid out, basically. Now, so, you said that was before the flood. So um, Enoch I'm was a seventh from Adam. Mm -hmm. So I'm thinking that we'll be getting into that, uh, not in a, not in a week or two, but I see that coming on down the line here, um, not in the in the distant distant future, but you know it's a lot closer to being talked about than say the Book of Matthew, right? Oh yeah, yeah, and see, so you have to realize because. Uh, all throughout the Bible, it says, is it not written in the book of Jasher? Is it not written mm -hmm. in the book of Jubilee? Is it not written right. here and there? And, right. you know, the Enoch is quoted a few times. And some of them, it doesn't even say it's Enoch. But you'll see when Jesus said, hey, men, you know, angels aren't supposed to be given in marriage. That's not in the Old Testament. That's in the book of Enoch. And yeah. he called it scripture. So okay. yeah. what yeah. are you going to do? Okay. So um, when we look at these things, that we got to realize when Genesis chapter six, it just it has a very simple line, and it says the sons of God saw the daughters of men that they were fair and, and took wives of them. Mm -hmm. Well, where's the rest of the information? <laughs> it's supposed <laughs> to point you in the right direction, right? Okay, basically Enoch has that whole story. You read the book of Enoch, you'll know exactly what that one verse means. Um, so. It's just it's for further clarification, really. So we're going to look at the book of Jubilees today as well, okay. uh, just for further clarification. And Jubilees is like uh, basically an expanded Genesis. Oh, what you want the whole story? This is it. Like the story of, of Joseph. Wow, what an amazing story. It goes way beyond what we actually have here. It's We got the smaller version. And then, and then Abraham... That, we see when was, um, people always ask, well, who did Cain marry? They married mm -hmm. one of his sisters. Well, how do you know that? 
Uh, let's, that's in Jubilee chapter four. Go read it. It's, it lays it all out. And then uh, a lot, so many different things. But one of them being what we're going to talk about today. And the earth was without form and void. And darkness was upon the face of the deep. Okay. So now, a be- lot before, of- before you get started, before you get started, I just want to make it clear that none of this is contradictory information. In other words, the the jubilees that we're going to that you're going to be talking about today, um, it's all good stuff, and it doesn't go back and contradict something that is in the Bible per se, in Genesis, for instance, or Exodus, or whatever. It does it doesn't contradict that information, but is uh, we should look at it as simply being a, a way of providing more information. Is that correct? Yeah, it's just a historical record, basically. Okay, okay. I just wanted to clarify that, 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 but there's not going to be anything here contradictory that people are going to have a problem with. So, uh, no, okay. no. And, and if you do, you just you basically say, okay, that's that doesn't belong in there. Okay, it's just it's just other historical information that we can use to understand what the word is saying. Okay. And the last okay. The, the last question I have on that before you get going is: Is this also written by one of the uh, individuals that wrote other books in the Bible, or is this by Moses other Jubilees? I'm sorry, Moses. Moses. Okay. All right. Good enough. That's good enough for me. Yeah. All right. Uh, and uh, so, uh, <laughs> sorry for the yeah. Sorry for for shutting you down there for so long. But I, I wanted to get those those points out there to where people understand that they're not going to be following bad doctrine. That's the main thing, okay? So understanding now that we are following real biblical doctrine, educate me. Go go ahead, David. Mm-hmm. Now, there are those who are of the opinion that um, Jubilees was removed from the canon. So there, there are people like that as well. But just for intent and purposes, we're just going to say it's a historical book, uh, and it says itself it was written by Moses, so... Okay. There you go. Got it. And there are also those, like in the um, in the Eastern churches, the Greek Orthodox and things like that. You will find the Book of Enoch in the Bible, and in they the, consider yeah. it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So us in the Western world are like, oh, it's only our books. Well, that was because of the Nicene Council. They said that, mm-hmm. but then they, they didn't realize there's two legs of the Roman Empire, and then the eastern legs they're like no we want to keep that in there so if you go over there and you take enoch out then to them it's heresy because now you're removing a book of the bible ah yeah gotcha okay but here we are we think america is the center of the universe so right right. (laughs) yeah yeah you know well that goes back to people counting that 666 thing and they're using the english language and you know you go okay well no please at least at least use the correct language when you're trying to do this count please i mean you know jesus yep. had no clue what you know none of them back then had a clue what <laughs> english was okay uh, sorry did not exist, nor did the letter j we get that a lot <laughs> <laughs> ah so the earth was without form and void this week i just want to talk about there is some conjecture that this says the uh, it gives the idea of between day one and day two there was this great expanse of time and they call it the gap theory okay 
and basically it says, okay, there there was some things before Genesis uh, one two. So Genesis one one was there, but then there was a gap to Genesis uh, one verse two, and this is what they use it now. I personally don't subscribe to that. Am I mad at you if you do? No, because I can see how you can come to that. But I'm going to tell you how I've come to stand by my original thing, whereas it's a six-day creation, and the, the time-space continuum is about 6,000 years old. So we're, yeah, it, it just all fits a lot better. But it's a nice story to think that there was these kingdoms and, and all this spiritual warfare going on you know, for you know, thousands and tens of thousands and millions of years before man got here. Right. And I think um, part of that is because, you know, the, the crowd I run in like all these wild and wonderful things about the Bible. So sometimes you get uh, a little astray. <laughs> um, <laughs> also, um, because they're trying to match up the universe appearing to be millions and even billions of years old. Right. So we did talk about that in one of the previous shows is the speed of light is actually slowing down. Right. So that would give the impression and logarithmically, if we go back 6,000 years from here, the speed of light could literally be millions of times faster, which would just by definition make it look like the stars are much further away than they really are just because we're measuring the speed of light. But if it was now, millions I've, of times faster, I have, it would have come I, right I have got to get in just one, one more time. Just, just for, there is a, there's a thing in the Bible, David, there is a thing in the Bible um, where it, um, the individual that is involved and I can't, I'll, I'm, I'm having to lean on you heavy on this one, okay? Because I do not know the person's name. Can't remember it. But uh, the, he wanted a, te- or a, a test or a sign or something, and uh, the Lord moved time backwards. Um, yeah, it was one of the uh, kings. He said, I'm yeah. going to add 15 years to life. And then he's like, is it Jehoiakim? I forget. Yeah, the, uh, that's, I, like, I, I can't remember yeah, I can't remember. But God, he, like, you want me to move the clock forward or backwards? He said, yeah. "Well, it's easy to go forward." Yeah, that's <laughs> go it. back. That's the one. Yeah, and I, um, anyway, he moved time backwards, and it's just another to me. That's another indication of God let time. Uh, time is what God tells time it is. In other words, if he wants it mm-hmm. to be a, a hundred and fifty billion years old, it's hundred and fifty billion years old. If he wants it to be seven days old, it's seven days old. It, he's God. Mm-hmm. He gets to he he gets to do that. And you know, I don't I don't have a choice in that. That's above my pay grade. You know. But anyway, I just wanted to pop that in there. You know, because of what what you were talking about. You know, this time stuff. Uh, all this time stuff can be manipulated any way that God wants it to be manipulated. At least that's my impression of what you've been talking about. He does. I mean, he shows us how. It, you know, basically, he embedded all the mathematical formulas in the words, as we saw with, with pi and, and e. So right. I'm sure all the other mathematical formulas are in there somewhere, and we just haven't found them yet. Right. But it's all embedded. Right. Well, here's the thing. Uh, there's a couple of reasons I don't subscribe to the gap theory, but let's let's look at some of the valid arguments, because what they say here is that um, 
it was it says the earth was without form and void okay so we're just going to focus on that little bit today was without form and void and people people will tend to say that that says uh it became without form and void mm-hmm. and implying that oh there was something else before that and it became destructive tohu vavohu basically in, in the hebrew mm-hmm. so I started to look that up. I said, well, let's let's look it up. What's the parsing of it? In other words, the tenses. It happens to be in the perfect tense, okay, which is it basically, it's, a, it's really hard to translate into English in a normal sentence. So it says the earth was without form and void. When they use the perfect tense, they tend to translate it as a past tense, which means it just, it is. But perfect literally means it just existed. Mm-hmm. Okay, mm-hmm. it just exists. Okay, so I found one that actually doesn't. You bring up the Young's literal translation again. Yes, absolutely. This, yeah. is, the, this is kind of the best one okay. uh, that I've seen, and, it, and this it, it just hard. This uh, yeah. people uh, can find uh, simply going to Bible Gateway. It's a free site. Uh, even though you can give to them, and it wouldn't be a bad idea. You know, I mean, all this kind of stuff costs money, so. You know, if you if you really enjoy something that that people are putting out there and they're asking you for a couple of bucks to keep it going, uh, you might consider doing it. I'm not I, I don't get anything from them. I'm not placing an ad for them. I'm just saying, you know, you might want to support them if you can. Bible Gateway's got a lot of versions. Uh, David, this is the one that you wanted, which is the Young yeah, Literal the Edition. Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> so it it right there it says in the beginning of God's preparing the heavens and the earth. And if you remember when we first started, it, Basically, that's what I was saying. It says while beginning to to make the heaven to create the heavens and the earth, and this is kind of right along those lines. In the beginning of God's preparing the heavens and the earth, that's more of what it is rather than a sentence. Uh, oh, in the beginning, God created the heaven and the earth. Mm-hmm. Well, mm-hmm. no, it says while beginning to prepare the heavens and the earth, and it existed. Then God said, let there be light. So it's yeah. one big sentence, one, right. two, and three right there. Perfect. Right. But listen, listen to verse two there. It said, the earth hath existed, waste and void. And that's a really good translation. It right. had existed. It just, there it is, and it's waste. It's wasted and void. It's without form. Okay. Basically and, worthless. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah. Okay. And that's a tohu, and it's a worthless thing. So it says in vain, without form, tohu, and then uh, vavohu, they translate it as void as well. But that's bohu. So vo, and it, it, you got the uh, the vav in front of it, vavohu, which means and. So the va. So it's bohu, vav in front of it means and. So that's okay. vavohu. Okay. Tohu, vavohu. So without form and void, and, and it's just emptiness. So they said, oh, it became a ruinous heap. And um, I just really don't think that's what it says. It says it no. existed as a ruinous heap. Right. And right. I went through all my other translations, and there's not one of them that says became. All right? Mm-hmm. Now, the okay. word means to become. But it's kind of a perfect, it had become, it had existed, it had already. 
become this way because God created the time-space continuum. When he first made this time-space continuum, there it was. Mm-hmm. It was empty and mm-hmm. void, and then there was the deep, which um, is to home, but that's really the abyss, and it's a, an abyss of water. So he, basically it says he created this Play-Doh that he's going to make the universe out of, mm-hmm. kind of. Yeah. And that's yeah. what the without form and void is. But they'll they'll use um, verses like Isaiah 45, uh, 18. And that says, For thus says the Lord that created the heavens, God himself that formed the earth and made it, he has established it and he created it not in vain. So they'll take this and they'll say, Oh, look, when he created it, it was not in vain. Where right. he just said, Oh, it was in vain. Right. You again, look at the language. All right, he created it. Basically, if we pull that one up in the um, Youngs, it's it's a different idea. It's not just he created it not in vain. Well, remember, Hebrew is a lot different. Let me pull this up there. Okay, what what is the scripture there that, that you're referring to? Oh, Maybe that I is, can. Uh, I have forty five eighteen, but I got it right here. Oh, okay, okay, all right, and. Um, not empty, he pre- he established it, not empty, he prepared it for inhabiting, he formed it. So this word, you know, God himself formed the earth he had made and established it. So it says right there, and the created here is um, the Barah. So it says God formed the earth that he made, which is Yatsar, which is different than the created, which is to basically make out of nothing, or Yatsar. So he formed from what he made that was nothing into the heavens and the earth and established it. That's what it's really reading in Isaiah. But they take that little bit and they'll say he, he created it not in vain. So that means there must have been something before it. Mm-hmm. Okay. But then you run into the problem, well, where's all this history? Mm-hmm. Okay. If it died, how come it died before sin? Yeah. Because yeah. it was sin that caused entropy in the whole universe to collapse. There was no death before sin. Right. So how did this die out? Where did this Nahash come from, the serpent? And that's really the question. So in this realm of trying to figure out, okay, oh, it looks like there's millions of years. Well, we answered that question. It was actually the speed of light slowing down. Mm-hmm. That gives the appearance of being that far away and that old. But in reality, it's not because the electromagnetic field has a half-life of 1,400 years because of the moon dust, because of the, the orbital decay of the, the moon. It would have, it, you know, more than 10,000 years ago, it would have been sucked into the Earth no. because of no. the orbital decay. It would have been too far away, you know, to mm-hmm. – if we go from where it is now, if we go back further, it would be too far away. Mm-hmm. Okay. If we back it up the other way, it'd be too close. If we started in here, it wouldn't have never started here to get the orbital decay, which is going out. Um, they even figured that the spin of the globe is slowing down. Mm-hmm. That's a weird one. Mm-hmm. It's, it's actually slowing down the earth. <laughs> uh, Time's up, yeah. folks. Um, <laughs> yeah, well, time is running out, so, that's for sure. Yeah, so they're getting this picture, and they're wondering, how am I going to fill up these millions of years? Oh, maybe this will work. Maybe there's a gap between one and two, and then all these things happened in here. But I'm just not buying it. Am I mad at them for trying to figure it out? No. 
but I'm looking at the Hebrew, I'm looking at the languages, and there's a, there's a couple other things uh, that I see in it as well. Well, let's go, I'm on Jeremiah 4, 23, and they'll use this verse as well. And I behold the, beheld the earth, and lo, it was without form and void. And the heavens, they had no light. I beheld the mountains, and lo, they trembled, and all the hills moved slightly. And I beheld, and there was no man, and all the birds of the heaven fled. So they'll say, oh, look, that was before there was man, and the birds means all the demons. Because birds are representative of demons. Uh -huh. okay. um, but in this case, you're not reading it in context. Right. That's an issue. Let's back up. Okay. And it talks about Jerusalem. Oh, wait, this is about Jerusalem. Well, that wasn't there before the, before the creation. Mm -hmm. So by destruction is cried, how long is the stand? Let me see. For In verse 22, for my people is foolish. So there's his people before all this stuff happened. Mm -hmm. So basically, mm -hmm. Israel is foolish. And they have not known me. They are sottish children, and they have done none understanding, and they are to do... Uh, and they are wise to do evil, but to do good, they have no knowledge. They beheld the earth and was formless and void. So basically, he's talking about this is what's going to happen to Jerusalem in the end of the age. Mm -hmm. But they use this to say, oh, look, this was before creation because it has the same terminology without form and void. No, it just looks the same. Mm -hmm. It's yeah. the same idea that it, it, it has that. Um, but I want to go to, let's go back to Genesis 1. Why do I think it's literal six days? Okay. All right? Because it, it says it's a literal six days. Well, how about this? How about we take God at his word? That's a good and thing. We just say whatever. That's a good thing. Yeah. So if we go to Exodus 20, verse 11, God himself tells you exactly what it is. So he's talking about the Sabbath day in verse 10. Hey, Sabbath day, don't do any work. Okay. Yeah. Uh -huh. Verse 11, for in six days, the Lord made the heaven and the earth, the sea and all is in him, and he rested on the seventh day. Okay. And again, that word made there is Asa. So basically, he made it. This is, he made all this stuff. So he created everything and he made it. In six days. He didn't say, oh, by the way, I made this stuff and it sat there for a while and then I picked it up and made it. <laughs> yeah. Have you ever tried to do that? I mean, I, I, you know, with me, for instance, you know, you, you, you sit there and, and you come up with an idea and you create something, you know, you build something, say, okay, I'm, I'll get back on this next week. And you come back mm -hmm. the next week, and you can't remember exactly where you left off the first time, and you go, "Oh, it's a mess." So I, I'm, I don't yep. believe God did that. I mean, now He would have had the ability to do it if He wanted to, but um, I, I, I feel pretty confident it, it was a one, two, three, four, five, six day project, and then He rested on the seventh day, just like the Bible said. You know, it's just me. Yep. So, and that's just what he was. And it, it talks about that in uh, Luke 13, 14, too. Six days men ought to work. So, just because he's hearkening back to that passage. Okay, uh, the David, rule of the yeah. got, mm -hmm. I got to cut you off, but you, you know why, I'm sure. We're winding <laughs> yeah. down here to the end of the first half of the show. So, um, we do want to encourage everybody, if you are watching us on YouTube, help us build the channel. Like the videos, share them. Uh, we're 
getting tired of the way YouTube does analytics over there. So help us out with that. For everybody else, we'll be back right after the break. From Feature Story News in London, I'm Stuart Smith. Around 100 homes in northern England have been damaged in what's been described as a localised tornado as Storm Gerrit moves across the UK. Thousands of homes in Scotland are without power and travel has been disrupted in many areas of the country. Julia Chapman reports. Storm Gerrit has brought severe winds, rain and snow to the UK as many people travel home following the Christmas holidays. Several train operators have cancelled and delayed services, with one line damaged by a fallen tree and another halted by flooding. A small tornado hit Greater Manchester in northern England, causing significant damage to some homes. A major incident was declared by police there, and hundreds of people were evacuated, but no injuries were reported. Further north in Scotland, winds of up to 80 miles per hour are making repairs challenging as energy companies work to restore power to 14,000 homes left in the dark overnight. President Vladimir Putin has invited Indian Prime Minister Narendra Modi to Moscow, a meeting India says is likely next year. President Putin recently met the Indian Foreign Minister who was in Moscow for a bilateral summit. Ishan Gurk has more from New Delhi. Analysts say President Vladimir Putin meeting Indian Foreign Minister S. Jay Shankar during his Moscow trip is significant. The president usually meets with the leader of another country, but analysts say meeting the foreign minister is a sign of strong India-Russia ties, despite pressure on New Delhi to alienate Moscow. India has emerged as a key energy partner for Moscow, which is still reeling from the shock of Western sanctions. Russian officials say India-Russia trade has grown in 2023 as compared to the last year. India and Russia regularly hold bilateral summits when leaders of either countries meet. It's expected that Prime Minister Narendra Modi will visit Moscow next year for a summit, a sign experts say of durable ties between two nations. Romania and Bulgaria will become partial members of the European Schengen area, which allows travellers to move between countries without border checks. The Eastern European countries struck a deal with Austria, which had opposed their accession, over concerns about immigration, Pablo Gutierrez reports. The agreement extends the Schengen zone to include Romania and Bulgaria's air and sea borders from March, with discussions about land borders deferred until next year. Austria, which previously vetoed their entry, proposed the so-called Air Schengen Plan earlier this month, offering relaxed entry by plane if the EU enhanced external border security. Romania and Bulgaria have been EU members since 2007 and have sought Schengen inclusion since 2011. Last year, Austria and the Netherlands vetoed their applications due to immigration and border security concerns. Romania's prime minister has welcomed the move, with the country expected to see a boost to its economy. From bureaus worldwide, this is FSN. Hey folks, here we are back in the second half of The Last Christian, and we're studying the book of Genesis. We are all the way up to verse 2 today, so that's exciting. Um, We're talking about uh, the earth was without form and void, and something called the the gap theory. Um, Again, I'm not mad at people if they have that, because it's not really a heresy. I just think it's uh, incorrect myself, and I'm not expressing my vision and my... uh, thoughts on why I don't think that. So we did talk about um, the being six days. We just saw that in Exodus uh, chapter 20, verse 11. So Joel, do you have any questions on that? Uh, no, I'm, I'm going to, I'm just along for the ride at this point, but um, okay. uh, Exodus, I'm still looking up, uh, looking for it. 
Uh, there it is. Yep. Yeah, go right ahead. I, I'm, I'm with you. So I'm with you so far, when, which is encouraging. Go ahead. All right, good. So I didn't lose you yet. Not yet. <laughs> so we talked about that. Well, we're going to, uh, we can't get into it this week, but we're actually going to look at the letters of these words too, as it okay. comes. And then uh, the face of the deep is the abyss. Uh, so, but the bigger question is, you know, we were talking about people think there's this mass amount of time that we've had, but we discussed the speed of light slowing down which would give that appearance of something being much further away that would attest to that we also talked about the um decay if there's no sin yet then there couldn't be death so how did this massive kingdom you know fall away well and then they say well the angels fell and this and that okay uh, but we're talking about the heavens and the earth not the spirit realm so that's that's a little bit different too and it doesn't fit but i want to talk about this it says um in verse five it says uh like in the king james says and god called the light day and the darkness he called night and the evening and the morning were the first day okay right. that's not really what it says oh, he okay. actually named the day it says god called uh, like in the literal translation is actually really good again a uh, young's literal translation it said god calleth the light day and to the darkness he had called night, and there was evening, and there was there there is an evening, and there is a morning, day one. So he actually named it day one, okay, I am. as opposed to the second day, the third day, the fourth day. He named it. This is day one. Okay, and I just put uh, up on screen. I just put the, the Young's literal translation, and that way you can actually see uh, verse five that that uh, David's talking about. Not to interrupt you, David, I'm just putting that up there for people to see it if, if they are looking Perfect. at us in visual form. So you can see where it says right at the bottom there, day one. All right. Yep. So it's it's actually named, and it was like this is – now this is the foundational day is the implication, day okay. one. In other words, there was no days before this. Right. All right. Yeah. Yeah. And we're we're going to talk about evening and morning as well because evening to morning is only half a day. Evening to evening would be a whole day. So what does he mean, evening and morning? When we get to Ever and Boku, that's going to be interesting because it goes. That's why the evening was first. It was chaos to order, mm -hmm. chaos to order, and we're going to see that in day seven. There was no morning and evening, or evening and morning, because there was no chaos to order. It was a rest day. So there's a little bit more to evening and morning than just that. Yeah. But the okay. yom here is implied it's literally a 24-hour day. Plus, the sun, moon, and stars were made on day four, and the plants were made on day three. So it mm. can't be any length of time in there. The plants can't grow without the sun. Right, right. So it's still that six days we're talking about. And... There's actually a book called In Six Days, and there's a book It has 50 secular scientists who actually said, you know what, by my evidence that I see, and they all give the evidence on how this whole universe must have been made in six days. All different scientific fields, biology and astrology and, and, and blah, 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 all these different fields to say, yep, it's got to be made in six days, which is wild because the, it's not even like they're believers. Mm -hmm. So, so I wanted to talk about also jubilees. We mentioned some of the uh, extra canonical books, 
Jubilees being one of them, but Jubilees, I, I kind of believe should is one of the ones that should have been in there, but right now it isn't. So we'll just say, okay, it's not. <laughs> but now, can you um, break that of, down just for a second? You know, um, mm-hmm. because you know, there's I've, I've heard all my life. I was afraid to read, you know, like the Book of Enoch and the Jubilees and all that kind of stuff, fearing that I was, you know, might fall into the wrong the wrong hands for lack of a better <laughs> word um can can you give us a little background on that stuff and why people should or should not be uh worried about taking the time to read it or what what they should get out of it well, that type of thing there's a couple of schools of thought but if i mean if you're just reading it to learn more about the bible this is this way i look at it okay i think it should have been in there but you know i'm not gonna you know, lose my lunch over it yeah, it is or it isn't. It's there. I believe the Bible is inspired 100% because I could prove it mathematically and prophetically on all the stuff we've been doing, proving right. that the word is the word. Right. Okay. I don't have the originals on these books, so I can't do that. Mm-hmm. But there's a guy, um, what's his name? Papin, where is it? Do, 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 do. Uh, what's his name? Just wrote it down. Uh, oh, Panin, Dr. Ivan Panin. He's like in 1850s and whatnot. Okay. And he wrote a book, um, but it was all on the New Testament. And he actually went through all the numerics of it and proved that these were the words. And he actually has some verses. Hey, this verse is not supposed to be in there. It doesn't fit the mathematical pattern. So people were like, oh, is this supposed to be in? Is this, is this, and this? So he went through the whole thing and said, okay, this is supposed to be here and this one isn't. Mm. <laughs> According to the mathematical pattern. Wow. And I'm like, wow, that's amazing. That's one way to corroborate it. Yeah, okay. So I, I don't have the originals in Jubilees or Enoch or anything. So there's no way I could do that just yet. I'm sure I can okay. find it, just haven't gotten there. But it's definitely historical evidence, which is really good. But in the first, right in the beginning of Jubilees, it says, It came to pass in the first year of the exodus of the children of Israel out of Egypt in the third month, the 16th day of the month. So it tells you exactly when. Mm-hmm. 24.50 on a moon day that God spoke to Moses saying, come up to me on the mountain, the tablets. So the book was, this was written by Moses as well. And there's speculation as to why it was taken out by some people. Um, and I, I can give you a real clue as to why Enoch was taken out. And once I get further into Jubilees, I could probably come up with that. But Enoch clearly is where Jesus got the expression, the son of man from. Okay. 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 So the son of man will come and he'll save the planet and son of man will come and redeem it. And he'll son of man and all sorts of things are very messianic to son of man. So as the Jews were coming along, they said, this is going to be the one, the Messiah. He's going to be called the son of man. Well, they didn't like the way Jesus came. Oh, he, uh-huh. you know, he's a baby, he came in a manger, blah, 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 blah. He's just a carpenter. Who is this guy? He's from Nazareth. What good comes from Nazareth? Right. So they are wondering, why is this guy? And then they didn't like him because he, he basically corrected them all the time. <laughs> so he's like, we don't like this guy. But he kept saying, I'm the son of man. That was uh-huh. his favorite expression. Yeah. I'm the son of man. In other words, I'm the one Enoch prophesied about. Uh-huh. Okay. So they come along and they say, well, Daniel, 
okay, we're, we're going to change the calendar because he literally came the exact day that Daniel prophesied. All right. And the Essenes knew this. The Essenes became the early Christians, by the way, <laughs> uh, because they knew all the prophecies. That, oh, it's supposed to be the Messiah. This is the day. This uh -huh. is it. It's got to be yeah. it. Yeah, but the Pharisees didn't want nothing to do with that. And then they would, they would be blamed for it. Right. Okay. And here they are. They're guilty now. So they changed the calendar. Oh, no, no, no. The calendar's off. Yeah, yeah. That's it. And they took out the book of Enoch and said, no, no, no. It's no good because it, that's the one that calls him the son of man. So mm -hmm. I'm pretty sure that's why they got that one out. Makes but sense. that was also prophesied in the book of Enoch. That they said they're going to poo-poo the book and it's good for the end of the age. <laughs> Which is funny. <laughs> Uh, but it, here we go in Jubilees chapter 2 is going to answer a lot of questions. Okay. It talks about um, they created them and then they were in the garden for seven years. All right. But that's in a little bit. But it talks about here and in, in, in it says the, uh, pardon me, oh, first, uh, 2 verse 2. For on the first day, check this out. More information, right? For on the first day he created the heavens which are above the earth and the waters which, um, uh, the waters and all the spirits which serve before him. Hmm. The okay. angels of the presence, the angels of sanctification, the angels of spirit of fire, the angels of spirits of the winds, the angels of spirits of the cloud. So there's all sorts of different angels. He created them all on day one when he created the heavens which are above and the waters and all the spirits so mm -hmm. that answers your question well how, how long were these angels around well uh -huh. because in job it says oh the the angels rejoiced when he laid the foundation well he didn't lay the foundation till day two well he said let the land appear day one it was just he formed the universe and and made this uh, a dark abyss and his spirit hovered over the water until day two, they said, make the land. That's the that's when he laid out the foundation. That's what he's talking about. Well, clearly, if they had, they were made on day one, and then they saw him make the land on day two, that's what he's talking about. So it answers that question, too. Well, the angels were there when he started creation. Mm, not necessarily. They were, they were there on day one, and then they saw day two. Um, oh, I'm sorry. They, yeah, day two, he made the firmament. Uh, the heavens and the waters from the waters, and then they, yeah, and then let me see. We'll so where's it from? Dry land, okay. And the dry land was on the third day. So yeah, it wasn't until a couple days later that he actually made the land, and they so they were been able there to see it out. And then Jubilees chapter two. Um, talks about them making that. And then later on, we're going to see that Adam was in the garden for seven years, one Shemitah. Okay. And that's when he tilled the garden. And that's when the Nakash came, the serpent came to Eve. Okay. So, and now, by so you're saying that they were in the garden of Eden for seven years. Yes. Okay. Cause that's new to me. Yeah. People um, think, oh, he was there. Well, how long was he there? Doesn't yeah, say. I mean, uh, in my mind and uh, from my understanding, uh, church and that type of thing, I would I would have said 
a week. <laughs> you know, I mean, something like that. I mean, you know, really quick because uh, things seem to happen really quick until you get into this study. And when you get into this study, then everything kind of <laughs> kind of slows down just a little bit. And I and I think because it does slow down, it makes more sense. Mm-hmm. Uh, anyway, I, I just want to throw it in there because that, that's the first time I've heard that, you know, this was that there were some years involved with the Garden of Eden. Go, go ahead, David. Yeah, let's put it right here. Let's uh, we're in uh, Jubilees and this is, this is a testimony. What was written down? Let me see. What chapter? We're in chapter three, Jubilees, chapter three and verse 14. It says this is the law and testimony which was written down for Israel in order that they should observe it all the days. And. So another thing about that, too, is the book of Jubilees specifically says Israel was chosen to keep all these commandments of God as a demonstration to the nations. The okay. Gentiles weren't supposed to do all the laws. Mm-hmm. Okay, they're supposed to keep the main ones. Don't kill people. Don't steal a wife. You know, mm-hmm. and don't cover and all those good things. Yeah. But not all the of the law. Right. They were it, Jubilees talks about how they were specifically chosen to demonstrate every single law and that we can't keep it. Mm. <laughs> We're going to prove yeah. to you, you cannot be perfect. Well, so, one thing that I, you know, I, I, now obviously I, I'm not looking at what you're looking at. I'm just tapping around trying to find my own information here. Okay. And mm-hmm. what I, what, one thing that I've run across here real quick is that the Jubilees themselves, uh, Mm-hmm. They're they're talking about it being uh, more of a historic uh, type of uh, of writings. Uh, now again, I'm I'm have no idea what you're looking at, and what I'm saying may not be right. You know, so this is this is your this is where you get to come in yeah, and, and do the correct. But uh, anyway, uh, it says that, you know, these are uh, historic writings in periods of jubilees uh, in. Uh, different periods. They're broken down into the jubilees yeah, of each of forty-nine now. years. Forty-nine years well, per 49 jubilee. Years, the fiftieth year is the jubilee. Okay. So it's broken. It's broken down into fifties. And the Essenes actually have a calendar. You can go to uh, uh, dsscalendar.org, and Ken Johnson actually broke all that stuff down. Okay. We can see the uh, Essene calendar. It's okay. similar to the Enochian calendar. Uh, but it was like after the flood, okay. so things changed a little bit. But yeah, they it's a completely um, different counter, and it's broken up into sevens. So we we break everything up into tens. They they break it up into sevens. Okay. And then seven sevens is forty nine, and then a rest day, which makes it fifty. Fifty it. years is broken up and then a, a hundred years is broken up and then 500 years is broken up. But the major ages are 2000 years. You got the age of chaos and the, or the beginning is from Anamunde from Adam uh, to Abraham. L- Abraham was literally called at 2000 years from creation okay. to start. And now you got the age of Torah, which was up till Jesus, which was 2000 years later. Yeah, and now we're at the end of two thousand years from Jesus. Now be the age of grace, and then we enter into that thousand year rest day. Yeah. So when you yeah. look at one day is as a thousand years, that's six thousand years of Earth history, and then the rest day yeah. of the thousand year reign of Christ on the Earth. That's what he's talking about. One day is as a thousand years. A thousand years is as one day. Gotcha. Okay. Right. So 
Uh, here we are back in Jubilees chapter 3, and we'll jump over to um, verse 16. Uh, so Adam tilled the garden, and he was naked, and he knew it not. But he was not ashamed, and he protected the garden from the birds and the beasts and the cattle and gathered its fruit and eat and put aside residue for himself and for his wife uh, and put aside that which was being kept. And after the completion of seven years, mm -hmm. which he had completed there, seven years exactly, and in the second month, on the 17th day of the month, the serpent came and approached the woman. It gives you the exact day. <laughs> and the serpent said to the woman, Hath God commanded you, saying, You shall not eat of every tree of the garden? And she said, Of all the fruits of the trees of the garden, God said to us, uh, said unto us, Eat, but the fruit of the tree which is in the midst of the garden, God said to us, Yes, you shall not eat thereof, neither shall you touch it, lest ye die. So we got the same story going on here. Mm -hmm. And he said, You'll not surely die. And then we know the story from there. They were kicked out of the garden, and it was after that. Mm -hmm. that we saw that they had their first son. Yeah. Okay, so it wasn't until after. So they didn't They didn't even have a kid the first yeah. seven years. Cain yeah. was born after that. Mm -hmm. And then, uh, you know, and then it gives in, in chapter four, it gives all the, the, you know, Cain, Abel, but it gives the sisters' names too. Oh, these are the sisters. Oh, this is the one they married. So mm -hmm. that answers that question. Okay. Who did Cain and Abel marry? Well, they married their sisters. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Real simple. And it, uh, it gives you exact years. Bing, 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 which mm -hmm. is an awful lot to put in a book. Jubilee right. is huge. Right. So for, that's why Genesis is at synopsis of it. So mm -hmm. this tells me there's plenty of time for Satan to fall. Yeah. Because that was part of the argument of it was without form and void. Oh, there must have been some kind of kingdom before that because Satan had to be here. And then the angels saw everything. Well, they were created on day one. Mm -hmm. If they were created on day one, they would have seen day two and day three come where he laid the foundations of the earth. And then rejoice, like Job says, where mm -hmm. he, God talks to Job and says, where were you when I laid the foundation? And the angels rejoiced. Mm -hmm. So... Uh, and that was Joe <laughs> that <Yeah>. long ago. <laughs> <In us. laughs> hey, where were you? I got a kick out of it. All you people that says argue. Oh, the Bible's not true. Uh, okay, yeah. yeah, they've been trying to disprove it for four thousand years, but all of a sudden you got the answer. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you you show up here, you don't know anything, and you you think you're gonna have all the. I just get it's ridiculous. Yeah. Anyway, I say I kind of believe the word of God. We'll just stick uh, with that. Yeah, I'll take that. I'll, I'll take that every day of the week and twice on Sundays. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so that is kind of the crux of where I stand with that. I think I really, by what I see and what I read here, and by the evidence that's out there, the universe is 6,000 years old. Yeah, I tend to agree only, with that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, the only thing that makes people think that it's older than that is the fact that the stars are so far away. Mm -hmm. Well, number one, he could have just made them that far away. Right. All right. But it says he flung them. So he, whoop, he kind of flung them out there. Mm -hmm. And 
then again the distance i don't know how they measure how far it is with the distance that's really weird but parallax so they wait till they're on one side of the sun to the other and then they kind of met but that's really far to get mm-hmm. the parallax yeah so it's like that's weird but mondo gonzalez is a you know friend of mine he, he does it really he explains it really well he went to school for all of the astronomy and stuff uh prophecy watchers so that's pretty cool and um so that's that's number one I think the speed of light slowing down answers that question. Number two is it says it was day one, so there was nothing else before it. Mm-hmm. Number three, we get into Jubilees. It says all the angels were created on day one as well. And then they were in the garden seven years before the fall. Mm-hmm. So that just explains uh, everything to me that says there was no gap between one and two. Right, right. Okay. What do you have to say about that? Well, I mean... <laughs> Uh, again, you know, it's kind of well. It's all mind blowing, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, like I said, I I didn't, I hadn't realized that we were talking about you know a period of seven years. That was a that was the first one that really got to me. You know, uh, uh, like I said, when I read when when I was reading it, the way it appears is that it's a very short period of time. If you you know if you read, of course. The first books of the Bible, you know, like you can you can read through the Genesis pretty fast. Mm-hmm, you know, let's mm-hmm. just be honest. You know, you you can read through it pretty fast, and whenever you do, you're going to miss a lot of stuff because you're not looking for you're not looking for a lot of stuff. If you have picked up the Bible for the very first time, you're not looking for a lot of the things that you're going to be looking at Genesis later. You know, when you come back to it. Uh, to get your verifications and all that stuff, then it'll pop out at you like, oh yeah, okay, I remember that, but you know, didn't make sense to it at the time, but it does now, you know, that that type of thing. So, uh, you're right; it's short periods of time because remember now, Cain and Abel. The thing is, oh, they had Cain, that was great. Oh, and then she conceived again. They have Abel, and by the way, uh, Cain killed Abel. Yeah. Okay, well, where's all the time in between? What happened? Well, they got married, they started farms, and you know, and yeah. you know, it also talks about them. You know, being so they would share the sheep. So Abel would give him, you know, the sheep for uh, clothing and whatever else he did with it, and then they would trade off the the, uh, the farming for the vegetables. Mm-hmm. And you don't have that story in the Bible. It just says, yeah. "Hey, this is what happened," because it's a yeah. synopsis. This yeah. is the crux of the matter right yeah. here. Yeah, this is what point comes to but there's a lot of stuff in between they grew up they had kids and and they got married and all that so yeah my fear of this stuff has always been you know that i don't want to read something that's not um true you know not not accurate and so i have i have purposely stayed away from you know book of enoch and uh jubilees and all that stuff because of a underlying no other word to use but fear that you mm-hmm. are going to you know uh, do something that you know isn't right uh, but mm-hmm. but i see where you're coming from and it, you know and it's also kind of like if you're reading a, a book on history for instance that book on history is only going to have what the author knows about he may he may know about a particular battle, for instance, but he doesn't have any information on that. So it's not that unusual for a, a history buff 
to go and look for a book on that particular battle or on the people that were involved in it. And that adds to your information, that adds to your knowledge. And so I, I assume that that's what you're doing when we, yep. when you're talking about the book of Enoch and, and, and the Jubilees, is you're adding to the information that you already have, but through a very, very careful lens as well. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, so that's, that's the best way I can yeah. yeah, that's a good way to explain it. Um, so uh, of our uh, KJV only folks, um, if you're talking about the 1611 King James, it has some words in there that we're not allowed to say today, by the way, to strike had a really different meaning back then. Um, but it also had the Apocrypha in it. Mm-hmm. Okay, all those extra books, uh, you know, the... Uh, the uh, second Ezra's and, and Maccabees and all these different mm-hmm. books mm-hmm. were in the 1611 King James version. And what they did is it was an argument about should they be in there and should they be in even back then, you know, in 1611. Mm-hmm. So the Catholic leaning people said, we want to have these books in here. Mm-hmm. And then the Protestant ones are like, no, they're not supposed to be in there. And so okay. they're like, okay, well, we let you put those in there. We want this one in there. So they made this book of the Apocrypha, and they put it between the Testaments, and okay. they took it out. Well, somewhere around when they started printing them um, uh, with the, the press, they found out that you can sell the book for the same price without that much in it. So it's a lot cheaper. So they took the Apocrypha out, and that's the kind of version, I think, 1876, something like that. So they took the apocrypha out of it, uh, and that's why we have the modern James version. Yeah, and it's also it. the reason why we got a Catholic uh, book and a and a Bible too. I would assume because yeah, the you know, two eight so. rhymes. It's got um that has it has some other books that we don't have, and it's got some more stuff in it that we don't have. It's translated a little differently. Like when they said, uh, you know, the falling away. They, mm-hmm that talks about that the you know the antichrist won't come unless there's a falling away first well the Douay rhymes which is the catholic version says the apostasy so what they did check this out and did and the funny part it doesn't mean either one of these but for political reasons uh this is off topic but it's fun so for political <laughs> reasons the catholics said the apostasy and they pointed to the, the English church and said, look, you're an apostate church because you're not following the Roman Catholics anymore. Yeah. And then the King James says, I'll show them. I'll show <laughs> that they were. He says, I'll, I'll just translate it as falling away. So we say, <laughs> oh, the Catholic church fell away from the truth. That's why we're making our version. But the word is apostasia, and it literally means it's disappearing. Yeah. So, All right, David, you know, uh, you know what's coming, that's right? That's the rapture, bro. <clears throat> you know what's coming. <laughs> Yep. We are at the end of another edition of Last Christian. Uh, And again, very, very informative. I really hope that you guys are following this study. Go back and look. Go to uh, www.lastchristian.net and you'll find all the versions there. And we want you to listen and join us on that glorious day we call the rapture. We'll see you next time. Good night.
Thanks again for joining us today for The Last Christian Radio Show. And be sure to tune in every Tuesday, Thursday, and Saturday right here and at www.lastchristian.net until the trumpet sounds. Are you prepared for an emergency or disaster? Because it's not a matter of if, but when. Don't find yourself saying, (laughs) When the storm rolls in, my time to find a pet-friendly evacuation center will have run out. The scorching heat wave will leave me powerless to cool my insulin. I'll face a hurricane without meds. Now that's a tough pill to swallow. Let's prepare so we all have a better story to tell. Get started at ready.gov slash older adults. Brought to you by FEMA and the Ad Council.